Tugenda kusoma kwa mchitabu choku vikulirwa. Tugenda maso na choku higa kwa chafe. Kumirembe umusambweje kanisa. It says Wagamba. from verse 2 uh, to verse 2. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil and, cast, uh, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not and hast found them liars. And has borne and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Wagamanti mani ebikolwabio no kufubako, no kugumin kirizako, Iranga to yinza kugumin kirizababi, Idawa bakema abegita batume, songa sibo, Idawa bala banga balimba, Idoli no kugumin kiriza, Idawa guma uredi nyaliange, sote wakoa. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated. Amen. Amen. Uh, and thou hast born and hast patience, and for my name's sake hast labored and hast not fainted. Uh, this is just about the same as was said in verse 2. But in verse 2, the work, labor, and patience were from guarding the sacred word which was committed unto them. How they kept away the adversaries. What a credit they were. Paul. But in this verse, their persecutions and trials and patience are over the blessed name of Jesus. So in the other one, it was about how they resisted the false ones. But now this one is about the name. You know that is not all strange. For it is the word and the name that brings the enemy pouring after us like a flood. That mighty word which was manifested in healings, signs and wonders, and other demonstrations, caused the Pharisees to scream out for the death of the true believers. And now that name, Amen, and now that name, Hated and despised by the Jews is mocked by the cultured as they loved to, to think everyone could be so foolish as to believe in a man who died and rose again and is now seated in heaven. 
uh, is mocked by the cultured and now that name hated and despised by the Jews hated and is mocked by the cultured as they loved to think anyone could be so foolish loved to think anyone could be so foolish as to believe in a man who died and rose again and is now seated in heaven. So here were the, right, the religious persecutors so here were the religious persecutors. Religious persecutors. The Jews. Cursing this Jesus. Who to them was a false messiah. And here were the others laughing with delight and mocking sarcastically at the name of a new God. Who to them wasn't a God at all. You see the scripture, the Lord Jesus is commanding the church and approving them and appreciating them and he said, yeah, and he has to burn and has patience, and for my name's sake, has to labor and has no faith. So they were suffering for the sake of the name. Jesus. So the religious people, they persecuted the elect over the name. You remember when they called them and they warned them not to speak again to anyone in that name. So the name was, they were persisted for the name they were using. Even today, the name Jesus is hated by religious people. They despise it. They are wondering why are we ever mentioning Jesus? Why not God? Why Jesus? Jesus? To them, Jesus is a mere man. So why are we worshiping a man? Why are we using the name Jesus? Oh, the religious people may believe that is not a man. But is a mere son. So why not the father? So why Jesus, Jesus, Jesus? Amen. Amen. Today they despise it. I've realized even among Pentecostal people. It is only the normal prayers where they pray in the name of Jesus. But other ceremonies, like marriage, if you say, I pronounce you husband and wife, 
Buagamba nti mbalangi ilokuwa omuami no mchala kati. He will say in the name of the Father. Ajagamba echo nchukula mulinyari achitafe. And of the Son. Niri omuana. And of the Holy Spirit. Niri omuyo mtukufu. When he is baptizing. Buabena abatiza. He will say in the name of the Father. Ajagamba kubatiza mulinyari achitafe. And of the Son. Niri omuana. And of the Holy Spirit. Niri omuyo mtukufu. If he is ordaining. Buabato ngoza. A preacher. I know who is guato ngoza. Like an ordination of a pastor's In the name of the Father. And of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit. In a ceremony. They do it Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. And they have started even in, uh, even in prayers. If you are leading a community in prayer, a group in prayer, they say in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. But the Bible says, whatever you do, whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus. Why? Jesus is the name that is above all names. You see, religious people don't understand that uh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit are not three persons. It is one person in three offices. offices one person. One individual. God is one. And he has three offices. All three dispensations. From fatherhood. He comes to redeem mankind. Puts on flesh. And in flesh. He's called son. And then when he comes to indwell in us. He cannot come as son. Because son has flesh and blood. He cannot enter us. With flesh, bone, blood. So he sends. He. He, he, he separates the spirit from the body. So he sends his spirit. So that is another office. From the other form. To the form of flesh. And to the form of the spirit. He's one individual. With one name. So Jehovah of the Old Testament. Is Jesus in the yes, If you are given a challenge to look for the, for the name Jehovah in the New Testament, you'll never find it. No, no apostle, no believer, no spirit referred to it. Referred in any context, in a bad or good, all in reference. You see, those of you who have computer, computers, you're able to, to search if you have the Bible in your 
phone or in your computer. You can search a word and they'll tell you every place where it is and how many times it's written. So put the name Jehovah. Then search. It will never reflect anywhere in the Testament. Why? Why? Because Jehovah of the Old Testament is Jesus in the New Testament. Amen. Amen. But the carnal mind, the religious people cannot perceive that. So to them, when we are mentioning the name Jesus, it's like we are referring to to a lesser authority. To a minor one. And not to God himself. It's blindness. Amen. But the apostolic understanding. Is in Titus 2.13. Where he said. Waiting for the glorious appearing. Of our great God. And Savior. The Lord Jesus Christ. They understood him as the great God. Not a small God. Not a minor God. Not, not only the Son. You understand when I say that? He was the Son. But he was more than the Son. He's called the Lamb of God. He's called the Son of Man. He's called the Son of God. But more than that, He is Father. He is Son. He is Holy Spirit. He is the Almighty God. He is the Brother Man. He is a son and more than a son. He is a great God. So they persecuted them for using the name. Do you know the religious people? They don't understand us. And why they don't like us we baptize in the name of Jesus Christ. And everything we do, we do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And for that reason, they call us Jesus only. But you know, Jesus only, Jesus only. And they want us to believe Jesus and who? Yeah, they are not more than one God. In Jehovah of the Old Testament is Jesus so if they want to call us Jesus only, we don't use that title. We never refer to our, ourselves as Jesus only. No, no. But if that's what they want, fine. Amen. Amen. Yes. In my trials, I want 
Jesus only to stand with me. Jesus alone. Even at my point of death. Jesus alone will be there. Amen. Amen. Now here is something else that uh, that uh, now here is something else that started in that age. And we continue right down through the ages. Getting deeper and darker. That is people were repudiating that name. It was not the Ephesian church that was doing it. No, sir. It was the false apostles. It was the outsider trying to get in and defile that the believer. The Ephesians knew that name and loved it. Recall the origin of that Ephesian church. A little group of people who were looking for the Messiah heard that a prophet who called himself the forerunner of the Messiah had appeared in the desert of, Philip, of Palestine. And was baptizing people and to repentance of sins. These then received the baptism of John. But when Paul came to them, he showed them that the prophet was dead. That was. That Jesus had come and fulfilled his life as a sacrifice for sin. And that now the Holy Ghost was come and would enter in and fill all the true believers in Jesus. The Messiah. When they heard this, they were in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands upon them, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They knew that it was to obey the word to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in that way, they knew they would be filled with the Holy Spirit. You could not get that people to change. They knew the truth. That is Acts 1 to 9. Uh, I, want to, I want to read that verse. I want us to read that, that scripture. To expound that quote. Amen. You see? And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul having passed through the upper course, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. You see, these were disciples. 
He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since he believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said unto they said unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that should believe on him, which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. Paulo na yogeranti, yokana yabatiza, okubatiza, okuokwenenya, ngagamba abantu bakirize agendo okujenyumawe, yeyesu. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of, Je of the uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Second time. That means they were baptized the second time. The first time. John baptized them. And now. Paul baptizes them the second time. Why? John, when John baptized them, that was right baptism at that time. Because the baptism of John and the ministry of John was a ministry of waiting. Waiting for the Messiah. Waiting for the Savior. And he clearly told the people. I am not the Messiah. You see, these are people who had lived 400 years since Malachi with no prophet. But in all those 400 years, they waited the Messiah. They didn't wait for John. The message that there would be a forerunner first was not clear there. To them, although it was in the Bible, because the Bible says the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. So it was written in the scripture that they would come one crying for them to prepare the way. Amen. Amen. But now, the main thing they knew was that Messiah will come. Messiah will come. And now they see a prophet on the scene with a strange character. He eats honey. Locusts. He dwells in the wilderness. The Holy Spirit is on him. He's very anointed. His words are very cutting. Every valley shall be. The word says what? No. The, every valley shall be 
raised and Bu, every ill man shall be brought down. And think not into yourselves we are Abraham children. For God is able to raise stones for Abraham. So his words were very strong. Now, when they came to him, they realized he's a prophet. And they thought maybe this is the Messiah we've been waiting for. But his message was very clear. He told them, I'm not the Messiah. I'm on a voice, his voice. But he's coming. I'm his forerunner. He's coming after me. He's greater, he's mightier than I am. I'm not even worthy to bow and loosen the nutshell of his shoes. He's coming. Amen. Me, I'm baptizing you with water. But he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. So they repented and were baptized as they wait for the Messiah. He did not know him. Amen. Amen. But the Bible, but the Bible says, and that he said that the one who sent me told me the one who the dove shall come upon and remain. It is he. He was given a sign on how he was to recognize him. Do you know in the family relationship he was his cousin. But he did not know him. He depended on the sign that he was given by the one who sent him. So John did not pray, did not baptize, did not use the name Jesus. Amen. In his operation. One day. He's baptizing. Jesus comes. He baptizes him. After baptizing him, the sign appears. The Holy Ghost comes on him on the dark. And he remains. Then John announces, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. It didn't take long from there. John was put in prison. Now, the disciples of John, although they were baptized right by John, but that was not final baptism. Because that was in the ministry of waiting for the Messiah. 
Now Messiah has already come and is known and his name is known and his name is the only name given among men unto salvation. So when the disciples of John met, I mean of Jesus met the disciples of John they rebaptized them. Why? Because in their baptism, they lacked the name of the Lord Jesus Christ pronounced over them. They were baptized in much water. By immersion. But the name of Jesus. Lacked. Why? It had not yet been revealed. Amen. Amen. So Paul. Why are you taking these people back to water? Yet in John's ministry. They were baptized. They lacked the name. In their baptism. The name Jesus was not used when they were being baptized. I believe their family members would ask them. You people. How many shall you be baptized? How many times? In the time of John, you went to the water. You were baptized. Now, you are coming back from water. From being baptized. How many times? They would say, yeah, that was good baptism also. At that time, it was for that day. For waiting for the Messiah. Now that the Messiah has come, we know him. And in his name, is full salvation. We have to be baptized in that name. Amen. Amen. That is the reason why you people, most of you, you had been baptized by Pentecostals. Pentecostal churches. And when you came to the message, we baptize you again. Why do we have to rejoice? Because Pentecostals, they immerse you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, which is not a name. That is not a name. Those are titles of God. Amen. Amen. Those are titles. Someone will say. But it's Jesus who said that. He's the one who said that baptizing in the name of the Father. But you know, the Bible says, and they are. Eyes were opened to understand the scriptures. Amen. 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 Amen.
So scriptures are understood. You don't read them as newspaper. You understand them. So when Jesus said, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, you have to understand what that name is. What is the name of the Father? What is the name of the Son? What is the name of the Holy Ghost? Because Father is not a name. Someone who asks, What is your Father's name? Father is not a name. Son is not a name. Holy Ghost is not a name. But the name that is the name of that family. That family called Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The name of that is Jesus Christ. So if in your baptism that name was not pronounced, you must get back to the and be baptized. If anyone thinks he can be saved without doing it, then why would Paul take back the disciples of John? If you can be, if you can be saved without it, you see. The scripture here categorically says when they had this they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. They were baptized again. Hallelujah. Amen. So we do it. We take people back who were baptized by these denominations whom we know that they baptize in Father, Son, Holy Spirit which is a, a misconception it's an error it's a misunderstanding it's a misunderstanding of Jesus' command it is the disciples that understood the, the command so we take people back and denominational people they hate us for that Amen. Amen for the name because of the emphasis we put on the name and that's what makes us different from them Amen that's what makes us different from all those denominations, the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And when Paul had laid hands upon them, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They knew what it was to obey the word. To be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in that way, they knew they would be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. You could not get that people to change. They knew the truth. They knew the power of that name. 
They saw that name was so powerful. That even aprons were taken from the body of Paul and sent in Jesus' name to the suffering people who deliver the sick from all manner of diseases and cast out evil spirits. So manifest, manifestly wonderful did the name perform that reprobate Jews of Ephesus attempted to use it to exorcise devils. That is Acts 19.11 Which says And God wrote special miracles by the hands of Paul So that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs All uprons And the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out of them. Then certain of the vagabond Jews. Exorcists took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus. Saying we adjure you by the Jesus, by Jesus whom Paul preached. And there were seven sons of the of one Skefa. 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 A Jew. And chief of the priests which did so and the evil spirits answered and said Jesus I know and Paul I know but who are you and the man in whom the evil spirits was, was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. And this was known to all the Jews and the Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus. And fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. The name Jesus. Baptize in the name. Evil spirits just them in the name. And those who name Mention that name, let them depart from evil. You see, the name of Jesus is so powerful. But today it's being used for the sake 
It's emphasis is being, uh, is being lowered. But the name is powerful. And that means if it's spoken by the true believer, it has that power. You see the problem, demons knew Paul. And they knew the name. But these people were using the name. They didn't deserve to use it. Even today, there are people who use the name of Jesus who don't deserve to use it. So it has no power to them. And the demons are not scared of them. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Religious people they are using the name. Denominational people are using the name. But it has no effect over demons. It has no effect. But to the true believer. Amen. Amen. The demons know you. And they know the name. There is a lot of revelation there. There is a difference between Paul using the name. And when those vagabond Jews are using the name. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a difference. The demons, they know the difference. Amen. Amen. So, amen. So if you're using that name, be sure that you're the right person. And the religious people who refuse even to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, they go through. You see, it's the trick of the devil that they baptize in Father, Son, Holy Spirit and avoid the name. Because Father, there are many fathers. Son, there are many sons. Holy Spirit. That is the title of him, like you can say, person or human being. Amen. 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 But now, if the devil makes them to, to avoid it, to evade it, and they speak titles, titles has no power. It has no power. But the name of those titles has power. So when they keep insisting, but it's Jesus who said it. It's Jesus it's who said it. Jesus never said what they are doing. He doesn't know them. He never said that. He never said that they should be literally baptize people in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But in the name of. Yes, you have to know the name of. The name of is the one he refers to. If I give you people, if I give this brother money, uh, Oh, if this brother gives this one back money. And he says, this money, go and back it in 
pastor's name. This one assumes that this one knows the pastor's name. He does not really mean that you go and then, and then write on, on the bank form pastor. Pastor. No. He will say bank it in the pastor's name. Because he assumes you know the So if you go say, I is the one who told me the name. Come on. Wake up. If you didn't know the pastor's name, you should Because pastor is not a that man will be lost. So, Jesus knew that these people they know that name that, that I'm talking about. Because he had already said I have uh, manifested to the to the name. I've manifested to them that name. I've manifested unto them your name. So they knew the name of the Father. They knew the name of the Son. They knew the name of the Holy Ghost. That that name is Jesus Christ. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. He calls Jesus Christ. So they knew that. Hallelujah. But now the false ones. They persecuted them because Hallelujah. Amen. They knew the righteous life that accompanied the bearing of that name. For whosoever nameth the name of the Lord, let him depart from sin. Hallelujah. Amen. Billy Paul. Bilepo. As a teenager, he, he, stray, he, he, he strayed from the way. And he started living a contrary life. And he joined gambling joy. And he smoked. And one time, Lumu. this is the son of Brother Branham. Once time, uh, Billy Paul comes to enter into a gambling joint. And the, the owner, he was chatting with another friend of his. And as Billy Paul came, he greeted them. And then this one, the owner of the gambling joint, started introducing Bilepo to his friend. He told him, ah, this is a son of Reverend William Marion Branham. And Bilepo denied. Bilepo denied. No. I'm not his son. He cannot have a son like me. Why? Before Paul felt, he saw evil. 
He's so bad. Mubinyo. And his father is such a righteous man. He cannot, he does not feel fit to associate himself to the name of the Father. With the name of William Branham. Because here is a gambler. And here is a very godly man. Ah, I'm not worthy to be called here. So here is a scripture. If you are called by the name of Jesus, depart from evil. If you have a right conscience, You'll fear to do something wrong. Even for the respect you have for the name that you bear. I'm a Christian. I cannot speak like that. I'm a Christian. I cannot do that. I'm a Christian. Amen. So whoever and if you respect that name, then you have a right to bear it. And as you bear it, and you fit to bear it, when you speak it, demons will tremble. Because now Billy Poe is not ashamed to be called it. After repenting and is right with God. Amen. Amen. So even a believer, you should uh, live a life that it befits that name. Be ye holy, ye that bear the vessel of the Lord. These Ephesians were Christians. They bore a name. And the name was Christ. Who was the spirit of God within. Who was the spirit of God within them. And which was one of the threefold names of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And for my name's sake. For my name's sake, hast labored and hast not fainted. These believers weren't laboring for Paul. All for an organization. They weren't committed to programs and to institutions whereby they built up holdings of value. They worked for the Lord. They were his servants. Not the pounds of organization. They didn't go to church on Sunday and talk about that name and then forget it the rest of the week. They didn't give lip service to the name. 
No, sir. It was their life that they were given. Hallelujah. Amen. That's how it should be. I'm a Christian. No, thank you. I don't drink. I'm a Christian. No, thank you. I don't do that. No, thank you. I don't go to such places. I'm a Christian. I respect the, the name of Christ. You respect the way you you respect the name, the way you dress. Not when you come into church. If you're found out of church, you dress, dress like the rest of the world. When you're coming to church, that's when you dress like There is something wrong, very wrong with the ladies who don't come with uh, the same clothes they go with to work. They cannot, they cannot afford it too. Because they know either they are short or they are tight. But they feel free to go with them to work and not to come to church. Those are hypocrites. Hypocrite devils. The name of Jesus, you should pay, bear it wherever you go. Actually, it is where you work, where you go to school, where you live. Where you should take the name of Jesus and respect it there even more than here. Amen. Because here we are already his. He's already honored among us. You don't need so much to lift him to us. He's already lifted to us. But those people out there, they don't respect him. Let them see his respect in you. Brag of him. Respect him. There. Reflect his glory there. Let the people know that he has sons and daughters who still love him and respect him. That's why we sing normally. When we are closing the service, take the name of Jesus. Child of sorrow, it will joy and comfort you. Take Take the name of Jesus. Don't leave it here. Go with it. I don't do that. I'm a Christian. Let the world know. Go and tell it on the mountain. Over the hills and everywhere. Go and tell it on the mountain. That Jesus Christ, Christ God. Go tell it everywhere. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Actually, what Jesus said, whosoever shall be ashamed of me, and before men, I will be ashamed of him before my Father and, my, and the Holy Angels. People think it is on, only when you don't get ashamed of him that you can raise your hand and come here and confess salvation. No, because we are a small group of people and all of us respect Jesus. And you know when you come and you raise, you come, then you know we shall respect you for doing it because we respect the name. It's easy to do. But the place where you should not be ashamed of Jesus is out there. Let that girl that you think is very charming let her know you are a Christian. And you respect Christ. Let that boy know you are a Christian. And you respect Christ. You are saved. You are born again. Let them know. Don't be ashamed of him. At the place of work. Hold your Bible. Close your heart. Amen. Amen. Hold it. Jikwate. Close to your heart. Let you be found reading it. Let it be on the table. Don't be ashamed. Identifying yourself with Jesus. Do you know there are even pastors who fear to be known that they are pastors. They fear to be, to be called pastors. To be, known, to be known everywhere they are pastors. Because they, 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 they are not right. They are not walking right. They want maybe to, to start a conversation with some lady or in a loose way and they fear they will be hey, pastor, is pastor what they do they, they hide the title pastor. because in the title pastor in it there is Jesus name and it is known that a believer Jesus Ministers should not do that. So, he that will be ashamed of me, I will be ashamed of him. Hallelujah. They were laboring for that name. And they did, they did in the name. All they did, they did in that name. In that name they acted. But if they could not act in that name, then they refrained from acting. These were heavenly place Christian place whose behavior was in the Lord. 
But that false vine that wanted to defile that name hung legs skulking wolves in the dark waiting to get in and tear down. But the saints stood the test and kept the word and the name. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. Kept the word and the name. There are people almost everywhere whose hearts are all afraid. Jesus' name. I'm so glad. And one of them. Hallelujah. Amen. The name of Jesus. Baptized in his name. Every one of you must be baptized. And we live the life of the name. And whatever we do, we do it in the name of Jesus. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Never to be ashamed of the name. We are closing. Amen. There is a, a long, uh, a major area I've reached. And I don't want to tackle it now. And leave it in the middle. So we shall close, we shall end here. This part we shall start it another time. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Isn't he wonderful? Hallelujah. We don't leave that name in church. We don't leave that name in the church. We go with it everywhere. We go with it to work. We go with it to start to school. We go with it to our neighbors. Everywhere. The name of Jesus Christ. Baptized in the name. Is the name above all names. Hallelujah. If you are here. You've never been baptized. In the name. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. You must get back into the water. Hallelujah. Amen. You should gladly go into the water. Acts chapter 40, chapter 10, verse 48. And he, who, Peter, and he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. He commanded them. So it's a command. You're being commanded. To be baptized. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. That is what you must do. Everything must be done right. Set your firewoods right. And then set them on fire. Then they will burn. If you want the baptism of the Holy Spirit, repent. 
Be baptized. That is the order. Acts 2.37 Now when they heard this they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles men and brethren what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's a commandment. It must be obeyed. And it's an order. It's the steps. It's the arrangement of salvation. Repent. When any be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ, then you shall receive. Everyone that is repented and is baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ becomes a candidate qualifies for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Then don't leave your knees. Believing and expecting blaming for your portion of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And when that happens, you have eternal life in you. You have the assurance of salvation. You have assurance of eternal life. You have assurance of resurrection. Amen. Amen. When that happens, Hallelujah. Amen. Let us stand on our feet. Oh, bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Oh, bless that wonderful name of Jesus. There is no other name I know. Oh, bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Oh, bless that wonderful name of Jesus. There is no other name I know. Oh, Gina la Yesu, Hallelujah, Gina la
Praise the Lord this evening. Worship His holy name. Praise the Lord. 